everybody, this is Pastor J, Lady AJ, hey. on the Anointed Radio Show. And like always, we start off in decency and order, the best way to open up. And that we're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture is Isaiah 12 and 5. And it says, sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Amen. Let it be known to all the world. That's deep because a lot of times God do something for you and you nobody you never tell nobody. When God does something to you, sing praises, worship God. You know, you can't have the Holy Ghost and attitude. <laughs> That's the truth. You can't have the Holy Ghost and be clapping back, talking about folk, all that. That don't co-sign with the Holy Spirit. You should be singing praises, worshiping. You should you could be crying and worshiping. God for bringing you this far Amen. despite if he's done anything else that he still provides your needs but dear father thank you lord for bringing us through halfway through the week be with us be with our listeners today thank you for the opportunities and the doors that you're opening god continue to be in the midst god bless everybody that's listened to us Bless everybody that's listening to us live while we're in the studio. Bless everybody that's listening to it on the podcast when they have time to be able to listen. And God, just touch everybody from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet to give their needs, Lord. Help them be able to be re-centered with you, God, to hear your voice once again, to be able to know where their help comes from. God, we just thank you for all the things that you do, the inner peace that you give us, the joy that you give us, that nothing can, no noun on this earth can give us, God. We just give you all the glory and all the praise for everything you've done, what you're going to do, and all the things you brought us through. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 So. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, you can find me on Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. Anointed Jaylon, not Jalen, not Jaylani, not Jailer, not Taylor. Jaylon. Think of Jay, and then think of the lawn in front of your house. Mm. That's how the pronunciation of my name. Jaylon, say it loud, say it proud. I am somebody. Amen. So <laughs> on Facebook, you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Man is great. Um, some kind of some news I wanted to definitely come out. Our corporate partner, the Las Vegas Lights, um, approval through the city was just approved. Where we'll have a major league soccer team, yo. Wow, that's big business. Man, Vegas is building, y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. Come on on the train. Air right here. Ooh, ooh. I'm just saying, Vegas is coming up in the world, y'all. So. So is Anointed Radio. Amen. Because we're in Las Vegas. Well, congratulations, Pastor Jay. On what? Well, you were nominated for Podcaster of the Year and Faith-Based Speaker of the Year. Oh, uh, okay. You know I did. And dude. we were also nominated for, you want to talk a little bit about? Go ahead, Lady AJ. You got that announcer voice. <laughs> no, I'm trying to, um, okay, I want to make sure I get it right. I want to let every, this is such good news, folks. The Anointed Radio Network has officially been nominated for Media Outlet of the Year. This is uh, for Kingdom Image Awards. So we are award nominated from here on out. And we're about to be 
winners as well. Amen. Claim it and speak it into existence. Yes, yes, yes. The Kingdom Image Awards. Make sure you go to kingdomimageawards.com. Go vote for your favorite gospel station coming right. out of Las Vegas. Right. So vote vote weekly um, from June 1st through September 1st. And the awards will be held in Columbus, Ohio, October 10th through the 12th. Amen. Get my money together because I'm going so we can collect our I hope everybody's award. going. Amen. And one thing I could say is this. Um, I posted, if you check out the an LV Anointed Radio, that's like the uh, handle for everything, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, put LV Anointed Radio, LV for Las Vegas. Um, I put a post that's real dear to me, and the post was, don't wait for your opportunity, create it. Um, that was the message that God gave me when I was saying, man, I wish there was a Christian station in Vegas, man. I'm tired of listening to the mainstream radio, man. There's nothing here that could feed my soul and be able to do the work of the Lord. And God said, make it. And I did. And now we're award win. I'm I'm claiming it. I said award winning. We're right now award nominated future about to be award winning. And it's a great reflection because I'm saying this as a testimony. When God says it, you don't need nobody else's approval. That's right. Everybody else can only understand based off their learning and their knowledge. God saw fit that if he said you are destined for something, he already gave you the permission to go do it. So just go do it and be obedient. And God will open so many doors because of your obedience. Amen. Amen. So I just had to let that be known. And um, we're about to go into our our segment. Well, okay. My favorite segment. This is your favorite segment. So, Pastor Jay, what's not nice? Man, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all what's not nice. We're going to go ahead and talk about there was an older woman of the fair complexion that went to a hotel, that called the hotel and cussed out the front desk person and called her, called him the N-word. Then pulled up and tried to play the victim card, saying, well, my mama died, and I need to be booked because all my family's here. And then her granddaughter came and said, well, her mama just died. Like, she didn't hear that you just disrespected his whole soul by calling him the N-word. And I love what how he responded. You can see the calmness. I definitely know he was talking to God because, man... The, the, the level of calmness he had in the video, it just showed you he was talking to God. And he simply told the lady, it's it's above me now. Hmm. That's that's my new motto. It's above me it's now. Above me now. It, it's above me. Hashtag, it's above me now. So Amen. we're going to go ahead and hit that lady and, and her granddaughter who thought it was okay to use the N-word. And I'm going to add a double on there. I'm going to add a double way. to it, too. I was thinking one for each. And Actually, I don't even want for each. I'm going to group it all together where they're not going to get in. That's not nice. Like I, if you did not see uh, when they see us, I'm giving everybody who convicted them five boys back in 1989 uh, that's not nice, mm, including yeah. our president who believed that it was okay to tell four, these boys from 14 to 16 should, and, and this is before he was president, just regular himself. And said that he believed that those boys should get the death penalty when they had no facts on these boys that they were guilty. They had no DNA. They had no real confessions. They forced the boy to actually say their confession. So 
everybody involved. Shout outs to the uh, Netflix and Eva, uh, Ava, who is the director, I believe, of Power, that made this series to have awareness about their story because it's hard to watch. It took me about four times to watch it because it's so emotionally really drawn. But it's something to be aware of because there's still a lot of social issues that we're dealing with today in America. So I'm going to hit everybody that I said with the, that's not nice. That's not nice. We got to start treating each other better, y'all. We have to get to a point of understanding that we are all part of God's family. We're all one body. body. We all bleed red. We all live in the same nation. So let's get together because unity brings change, y'all. Amen. So all the division, that's not nice. But we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. And I'm going to go ahead and play... Idols by Kurt Franklin. His new album is dope. Um, live long life or live live love. Three L's. I'm gonna call it the three L album, and it's called Idols by Kurt Franklin. Definitely check it out. Great track. Hope you like it. Give me your idols, every god that you made. You know the things you love more than me. You die if I took them away. Give me your options. Let me be the first one you call. Now you must choose what I am to you. God of all or not God at all. I'm God of all or not God at all. strong enough to climb. I'll restore the days that you threw away. I love to return wasted time. Give me the questions. There's not one too great or too small. Still you can't be free till you
Who will I be? I'm not a boy, not God at
this. I'll be committed to you. I'll never leave you. Nothing in this world could make me walk away. No matter what life may bring, I'll be by your side. No matter what you face, you won't be.
This is our city, God equipped me with an arsenal and some clarity, kiss me doing the impossible, are you hearing me? What you trying to say to me and what's your angle? Peter's all around me, Cuddy, that's my angel. Covered and I know where there's nowhere I can't go. No debating case closed, why you hit on my woes? Yeah, I'm on fire, I might hurt folks. So you better get to stepping like the church folks. Huh. Preach a sermon in my turf clothes. Miles Minnick, what do I look like doing something that ain't about God? Amen. Right. Amen. So we're going to go ahead into our interview, and we have in the studio today, if you've been following our social media, you already know who we have, but introducing to some and reintroducing to others, we have Apostle Tara in the building, y'all. Everybody welcome her up. Good evening. Well, hey, people of God. How's everyone doing listening in? Thank you so very much for having me. And Terry is just fine. I don't need a title whatsoever. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So I got an icebreaker question for you. Sure. Awesome. So what is your favorite season and why? My favorite season is summer because I'm a summertime baby. June 28th, I came into the earth. I came to visit y'all June 28th. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And happy early birthday. Right, it's coming right. up. It's your birthday month. It's funny. Yes, it's my birthday month. Uh -oh. Absolutely. You know, it's funny that a lot of people go from it's your birthday to your birthday month. I just can't yeah. wait till one day that celebrate I can actually celebrate the whole month. month. Absolutely. Amen. That's, that's nice. right. That, that's a goal. That's goals right there. Celebrate your yes. birthday for the whole month. People are like, where have you been? <laughs> oh, it was my birthday month. You didn't know that? <laughs> that's right. So 
one thing I wanted to go into first is where where is your your or, your origin? Where is your hometown? Okay, so for me, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Been in Atlanta, Georgia since 2006. Um, and so actually, Atlanta, I have now lived in Atlanta longer than I have lived anywhere else. So Atlanta uh, is my hometown. I was born on the West Coast, spoke in Washington, grew up in Mississippi. But Atlanta is, again, where I've called home since 2006. Amen. And out of all the places you live, because that's a diverse area, areas that you've went from, which one would you say, hands down, was the best place of living? Atlanta because I've been here the longest so Atlanta has truly made me the woman that I am today. Amen. Amen. Okay. And shout outs to you um shout outs to you guys' church. So with your church, where's your church located? Okay, so I don't pastor, praise God. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Uh, but I go, <laughs> hallelujah, yes, God. But I go to Buckhead Church with Pastor Andy Stanley, and I absolutely love him. He's a phenomenal teacher. He's very practical, and I just adore the way that he delves into the Word and teaches it line up on line, precept upon precept, no emotionalism, just straight up what God has said, what Jesus is illuminating uh, with his uh, revelation of God's living Word. And so I give God the glory for my pastor, the phenomenal teacher, Pastor Andy Stanley. Amen. Amen. So I always love hearing people's backstory. I always say when I was younger, I, I had two choices growing up in church, either you'd be an usher or you be in the choir. So yeah. what was your very first ministry um, in the church growing up? Well, you know what? I was uh, I was on the usher board and on the choir. Oh. So I did both. So I, I don't know which one came first. I'm telling but yeah, you. I was one of those people that um, I was in church for real. Like I knew at the age of nine that I wanted to be baptized. My mom did not believe that I understood the importance or what it really meant for me to get baptized at nine. And I, I remember praying one day um, and I just said, God, you know, I, I know I want to be baptized. And the very next day, my uncle, who um, was a deacon in the church and still lives at this time, he went to my mom, my mommy had, and said, I think that she's ready, you know, let her get baptized. And so I got baptized at the age of nine. Um, and that's pretty much my story. I knew at the age of 14 that I was called to preach. I knew at 16 that I had to get the prophecy course i went off to college and did my own thing lived my own life and did not really get back in god um and in ministry until 2006 when i graduated from my undergraduate degree at florida and university um and moved to atlanta and then i began my my growth and my ministry walk in 2006 amen you know it, it is crazy what you said because i think so many people could relate to what you're talking about you know a lot of people grow up in church then they have their break you know, that break moment where you're kind of out there and then Jesus kind of be like, oh, it's time to come back now. And you're like, you sure? You're like, yeah, come on. You had enough fun now. Come on inside the house. And that is true. I tell people, like, for four years, it felt like God was like, okay, I'm going to let her do her own thing. I won't bother her. Just let her be her. And then when I graduated, it was like the Lord was like, mm -mm, I'm coming back for my return. Mm -hmm. I got an investment on the inside of you. And so that's literally how my ministry began to unfold. So tell us, tell us about your ministry. You know what? Uh, my ministry, it's, it's global. It, it, I have, you know, men and women who support the ministry, um, but I would say about 90% of it, you know, it, it's female-based. I'm connecting with women 
Um, but at the end of the day, it's a ministry that is based on the gospel of Jesus Christ, because I believe that there's nothing that we can face in this life, in this world, that we cannot find a solution in the word of God. Amen. Um, and I have a series uh, where I say, find yourself in the world, and no matter what you've experienced, whether it's rape, divorce, molestation, betrayal, rejection, whatever the case may be, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, so right. you can find your scenario in the Word and see how other people overcame, uh, you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit, with the guidance of God, right. and then apply that to your situation to overcome as well. So tell us tell us a bit about Life Now Luncheons. Life Now Luncheons is a gathering of women where we get together and we break bread while discussing the Word of God and how it can impact and empower hey. our daily lives. Um, there's nothing wrong with the preach word on Sunday, but I have found in my journey, in my ministry, that in addition to the preach word on Sunday, right. we've got to sit down and have very real, relevant conversations exactly. as to what's going How do I deal with my crazy coworkers? How do I right. not cuss out my supervisor? How do I deal with my baby daddy? How do I deal with my kids when they're acting crazy? And sometimes that's not a preach word. That's a talk word. Exactly. Uh, that, that That's a shared word. That That's advice given. That's um, you know, true share with other women who are going uh, along with you on that exact same journey. So right. that is the premise of Life Now Luncheon. You know, I think you bring up a really great point about how there is nothing new under the sun. And if we go back to the Bible, that the answer is there, but you have to stay in that word so that the revelation of the answer can be revealed to you. Absolutely. And I mean, you've got to search the scriptures, pray right. and meditate and, and, and stay in that thing until the word begins to speak back to you. Right. Right. Amen. So uh, this is a very famous question from one of our co-hosts who was absent today, but I, I have to be in decency and order and say it. What is what is is there a f favorite scripture or prayer that you um, kind of do in your daily day routine? Well, I don't have a prayer that I pray every single day, but the scripture that I stand on is all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord. I mean, that's a reminder that no matter what I face in life, good, bad, ugly, I understand it, I don't understand it, I like it, I don't like it. In the end, it is all working together for me. So that's the scripture that I stand on. That's the scripture that empowers me, it strengthens me, and it keeps me going. Amen. Amen. And with one thing I, I, I was I was thinking about how you were saying a lot of times your ministry is focused on women and a lot of times there's a backstory you know I'll give you a little bit about me I really really have a passion to help the youth because that's the future church mm -hmm. you know that if, if you don't invest in the future church and that's the young people from babies to 18 then the church is going to die that's just just plain and simple and reason why that was is when I remember I walked into a church being a teenager and because I wasn't the pastor's kid or the deacon's kid or anything and I was just coming on by myself without any parents um, they treated me bad it was like oh you know treated me like an outsider and I remember I prayed to God I was like 14 15 years old and I said God I want to change that where there's a more united front with the young people and we're more accepting and then years later he heard my prayer and I became the director of the youth and became youth pastor and and so on and so on so is there anything that kind of happened that made you really want to empower women in the women's ministry you know what i've always been a feminist and i say that jesus is a feminist too because jesus stood up for the rights of women 
So I can remember being very bold about my femininity even as a little girl. Um, and I just believe that there are some calls that we are born with. And I believe that, that I was born with that call um, to fight for the justice of women because women, just like African-Americans and other minority groups as well, we have been marginalized. Um, even uh, and, and when you look at Bible scripture, there were some times that Jesus had to step in and you know correct the thinking of that time as related to the importance of women. And so for me, I can't say that there was a tragedy that happened in my life, but I can say um, that my entire life I've understood that I was called to the underdogs. And unfortunately, women have been the underdogs throughout society for, a, for really since the beginning of history. Uh, and so because of that, I've got a strong call. I've got a strong anointing to say, hey, no, listen, the Bible says that male and female are created in the image of God. And so one image of God is not greater than the other image of God. We have two different functions, but that doesn't mean that one function is greater than or less than the other function. Right, right. So I want to know, tell us a little bit about unapology, Unapologetically Anointed. That's sure. your first book. Unapologetically Anointed is now 10 years old, if you can believe that or not, but it still speaks to what someone may be going through as it relates to jealousy in the church. Because in Unapologetically Anointed, I talk about enemies on the outside of the camp versus enemies on the inside of the camp. And the reality of it is, is that when you are anointed, you will have enemies on the inside of the camp. Mm. Because Saul represented being an enemy to David, but Saul was saved. Saul was anointed. So what do you do when your enemy is anointed? That's what Unapologetically Anointed it answers, is how to walk in your anointing while balancing out uh, your walk with God against being attacked by someone else who also has a walk with God. Because all of your enemies are not heathens who are going to bust tail wide open. Some of them are fake. Some of them are anointed. Some of them have a title. Some of them have power. And some of them have a position. But there's a way to stay where you need to stay in God while dealing with the blows and the lies and the slanders and the rumors that a fake yet anointed person is putting you through. Okay. And where can we find that book? You can head to my website, Tara, T-E-R-A, Carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A dot com, and click on products. Okay, great. Thank you. So I want everybody to uh, know about, um, I, I believe you posted uh, earlier, Ashley, um, about how you're helping 36 women launch their business. Can you kind of tell us about the process of, you know, if any woman out there is listening that would want to be interested in, you know, getting your help and your strategies and things like that and the mentorship? Absolutely. Okay, well, 36, because I'll be 36, so I'm the 28th. Um, But, yeah, you know what? When it comes to launching a vision, you first got to get crystal clear on what you are launching. You got to know what it is that you're trying to build. You've got to be passionate about it. And so for anyone that is interested in doing that, um, again, you can email Tara, T-E-R-A, at Tara, T-E-R-A, Carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A dot com and beginning Friday. Um, I'm kicking out the interview process to really do consultations to see who's a good fit, who's serious about getting their business, their ministry, their coaching uh, business, their book, their product, their service off the ground. Wow. That's, that's, that's big. It sure is. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I feel called to help women be empowered in the area of their finances and entrepreneurship, for sure. So are you going to keep keep that up? So like when you turn 70, you're going to be like, I got 70 women. I'm going to help out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Last year, I did 35 lessons um, in life, love, favor, finances. There were seven different areas. And I did um, five points under every, you know, area, those seven areas. And so it's just whatever God said. So this year I felt led 36 women. I'm helping them launch their business. Wow. 
Well, speaking about business, one, what tip would you tell the young lady that is listening um, about their premature vision, you know, and how to handle the growth of trying to make it manifest? Well, you know, you are what's in your hand. A lot of times people are hesitating getting started because they're comparing their starting line to someone else's finish line or middle of the race. But you have to understand that where you start is not where you finish. You've got to get busy where you are. You've got to start building right where you are. And so, again, it's exactly what God told Moses or asked Moses, what's in your hand? Use what's in your hand. And if you just get busy where you are, listen, provision will come. Provision will meet you at your place of vision when you get busy and get to work. Amen. Amen. So you have been all over the world. I'm yeah. looking at this list. Name some of the most um, memorable places you've been. You know what? I would definitely have to say Johannesburg, South Africa. That's like a second home to me. Okay. Nassau is a second home to me. Monaco, most beautiful place on the earth, in my opinion, thus far. Mm. Dubai, um, I give God the glory for that. Went over there on vacation. Women saw that I was there and said, hey, we need Jesus in the Middle East because if you know anything about Dubai, it is a Muslim country. And so I launched a ministry there where women could literally call in and get the word of God. So I give God the glory for that. So many places. I don't want to leave any place out. But everywhere that God has allowed me to place my feet, I give him the glory. And it has given me uh, memories um, in its own special way. Amen. I think that's amazing, you know. Um, I always tell young people a lot of times, before you kind of just think that this is it, go out and see the world. You know, there's so Absolutely. much out there. Past, you know, the the pond that you're swimming in, there's an ocean that's way bigger where you can start seeing more things, more opportunities. And I think that's another thing when it goes back to business. You know, um, with I get, I only can speak on myself. So when I came from the Bay Area to Las Vegas, this I had to change my environment to elevate. Correct. Because I was comfortable with the same old, same old, doing the same thing, working the nine to five. Um, I thought I had it going on. I was at the, one of the top tech companies in San Francisco, and I had it, you know, uh, I thought I had it all. And then when God told me to move and give up everything I thought was so dear to me that I've worked so hard for to be able to bless me with what I have now, it, it's it's amazing how just a change of environment can elevate you past your expectations. Absolutely. And you've got to be willing to shift. And so that's why I tell people when you feel like, You've gotten to the end of your role. No, you've gotten to the end of that role. But there's so many more roles. There's so many more things and ideas and people and places for you to see, go, and experience. You know, and I want to say that to somebody listening in right now, somebody that just feels like it's all over for me. No, where you are, it might be the end of that. But God has something else. Evolve. Keep going. Keep growing. Don't die where you are. Right. Every exit is an entrance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when it comes down to um, business, it gets scary because a lot of times when you don't see the example, you know, I think that was kind of something for, for me as well, is when you don't see the example of, let's say, business owner or, you know, having your own house or having these things, you, your, your fear, you're like, oh, you know, you know, I've never seen nobody in my family do it. I've never, you know, know the processes and 
it, it's kind of another part of where that fear kicks in when you think, oh, maybe I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like God is, if he gives you the vision, he already right. gave you the permission that you, you deserve it. Right. it exactly. It's for you. What God gives you is for you. So absolutely, and and sometimes you can't always share that with other people because true. they don't understand. That's so true. That is so true. But like like you're saying, Pastor Jay, you change your mind, you can change your life. Man, I'm gonna have to use that again. That, 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 that's that's big. <laughs> so, what what is your next upcoming events that's coming up soon? Um, any future projects? Any future music you'll make some songs? Because I think that's dope, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, future projects, I am coming out with a lipstick line next week. So thank you guys for having me on the show. Um, and, then, of course, people can follow me on social media to find out more about that. That information will be released very shortly. But in the meantime, yeah, just keep up with me on Facebook, facebook.com, speak, Tara Carissa. I release words every single day. I do conference calls at least three to four times a week so that no matter where you are on this globe, you can get a word. But, again, if anybody is listening in and they're ready to get their vision off the ground, just email in Tara, T-E-R-A, at Tara, T-E-R-A, Carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A dot com. And I want to say thank you for having me. It's been a blast. And just thank you so very much again. Thank you. Thank you. We, we definitely appreciate you. And one thing I want to say is now I'm, I'm glad you were able to come on and actually have the faith to be able to come on to Anointed Radio. And it really means a lot to me. And with that being said, now you have family in Las Vegas. So if yes. you need media help or anything like that, let us know. We'll definitely promote it on social media, talk about it on the show, um, and definitely be a resource. Because one thing I believe firmly is that the body of Christ has to start coming together so we can start seeing the change that is needed. Amen. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, to God be the glory. Well, thank you so very much again. And, of course, if you guys need anything, I'm here as well. Amen. God bless. Keep in touch. Okay, thank you again. God bless. Bye. Amen, y'all. And I forgot to talk about this. So I got a minute so I could could talk about it. My first Facebook Live show with Dr. Apostle Mrs. She got got so (laughs) many titles. That's why she just said, just call me Nia. Um, Just Nia. We had our first Facebook Live show yesterday. We tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Facebook, Pacific Standard Time. Me and Just Neil, we talk about topics that are not the nice and flavor one. And it's not all scripted and, you know, all on a platform like we are on, you know, Anointed Radio and something. But one thing that was a big topic that I said that I would bring to my platform is this. And I want people to start having this conversation. Where will the church be in 10 years? You know, I got some interesting um, comments about that, Lady AJ. Like Like what? People, some people say non-existent. In 10 years? In 10 years. Really? People say non-existent. Some people say maybe all virtual. Maybe. Wow. Because, you know, one thing that I was saying is what are we doing where attendance is going low, where the the church doesn't have the respect it used to have. Right. Um, Being saved is a joke nowadays. And 
wh- where will we be? Because, you know, one thing that I've realized, and I kind of brought this as an example, it's a very minute example, but I was saying, if you look at, um, I was talking to a pastor, and, and it, it really got me thinking. Minister Farrakhan has been preaching the same things for 60 years, and he still get young people. True. You don't see him in skinny jeans. That, you don't see him talking okay. about nothing that is not in the Quran, right? So Correct. Why do we conform to get people to please people, but then at the end of the day, it's not going to change nothing? Right. If, if we're not disciplined to say, I stand on what God's word is, if what God's word is what God's word is, right. not pick and choose, mm-hmm. because it's there's there's a two ends on this because some people are prejudiced and then they try to quote the Bible but then the Bible it talks about being prejudiced it talks about hating somebody it talks about not treating people fairly so we have to get to a point of understanding where are we leading the church and when are we going to get to a point of understanding where are we trying to be Right. what's the legacy Christians I'm speaking out there all to the Christians out there what is the legacy that we're leaving to the next generation. The young people nowadays is just a reflection of some of the things that we left unsolved. Right. The biggest problem, which I talked about it on the show, and I'm not going to give you anything, but I just think it was something to talk about. Yeah. The biggest killer in the church today is passive aggressive attitudes mm. and not solving an issue. Right. No one's a mind reader. No one, it, it says in the Bible, go to that person if you have a problem right. or issue with them, right? right? So you could be able to solve it. If you got the attitude clapping back got all this and that you're not going to solve anything you're going to cause division and when you cause division then you got one church with clicks here and clicks there and then you got the young people saying why everybody clicked up then they say oh church people are clicky but it all started from somebody being passive aggressive and the same passive aggressive person couldn't even be reproofing the pastor right bad communication man that's it that's it communication is key in christianity it is if you're not talking to god then you for sure not going to talk to your brothers and sisters. That's that's true. How you treat your relationship with God is going to show out in your relationship with everybody on this earth. Right. So. That that yeah, I have to. Uh, I'll definitely have to check it out next Tuesday. Yeah, and if and if you missed it, go ahead and go to the Pastor J and Just Nia unscripted Facebook um, page where okay. our last show was on there. Um, the devil was busy because we had so many technical difficulties, but we made it through anyhow. Amen. And I really just think that we're going to be talking about a lot of things, and we're going to talk about some next week that's going to probably have people, uh, you know, in their feelings. But I think we should talk about it. What is it? I'm gonna let it go from there because I don't want to cause the storm okay. now. Oh, I'll okay. cause the storm close to the end of this week. The, okay. But I really feel like we need to talk about those uncomfortable conversations that everybody want to, you know, they think Christianity is all nice, nice, and <laughs> you know, but it's not. Right. There's things that you got to solve in life. That's called maturity when you could deal with hard situations and still, even if you agree to disagree, you still go and work on mutual terms. Right. Get on the same page to know where each other are thinking exactly. instead of assuming because assumptions do not help you assumptions will make you think the worst of somebody that ain't did nothing to you and the big thing that i said last night about this topic is that most of people's problems with their church is not with their churches with their self oh absolutely 
Absolutely. And I'm going to leave that with that. Right right there. Boom. Okay. And I said Warriors and Six. Okay. Just throwing that out there. You know, I got to rep my team. Warriors. Warriors and Six. I believe that. They're playing phenomenal right now. Steph Curry, I need you. Now that you got your contacts to hit more threes, I don't know what's happening. But you need come on. Well, you know, I went, I went home over the weekend. I went back home. But you didn't go to a game. No, but I did go back home. Did you get a shirt or something for me? No, but See, I wouldn't. No, I didn't. So why are you telling me you went back home? Well, because I wanted to say um, I went to a great church. I went Amen. to the church that I got married at. Uh-oh. Yeah, because my my You walking down memory lane? Yeah. Walking let me down walk, memory let me go, lane? Let me walk down for a minute. So I went to a new stranger's home, and they're located in San Francisco on Fulton. And I know my sister-in-law is listening, so I want to say hello to Terry. What's up, Terry? <laughs> woo, woo! But, um, shout out to the Bay Area. You know, shout outs to the Bay Area. The place, Always. The, I'm loyal to my soil, even though I don't live there. I just can't live there because I'm a refugee of the Bay Area. Because rent, I just saw a post, and I, and this, I swear this be it. Cletus, stop looking at me like that. So, um, I saw a post where rent was $4,000 for a two-bedroom apartment. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus because minimum wage ain't even 10 to $15 yet, only in San Francisco. But if you live in Oakland or Pittsburgh or, or any of that and you still travel to San Francisco, you're still losing money because BART's expensive too. So with that being known, I pray for the whole Bay Area. Definitely pray yes. for my family. Uh, we had a loss in the family. I'm definitely praying for my brother right now um, for the strength to, you know, Amen. get through. Happy brother, uh, happy birthday to you, bro. You know, um, and other than that, Cletus. Yeah. He's on time. He's, He's always on time. time. He wasn't last week. When you wasn't here, he was acting up. Oh, so, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Us. Come on now. So, one thing I want to leave with everybody as we, we, we sign out is that remember what God has brought you from. And realize that it's not that bad. Amen. You can find me at AnointedJlon at facebook twitter instagram all that good stuff but one thing that i really want you to find is that and if there's somebody listening to this show that don't know jesus i just want you to know that it's never too late to accept him in your life and it's never too late to actually get back on track we heard in this in the story of the prodigal son when the son and went out to the city of Los, the the vegas of the biblical world and spent all his inheritance and then he came back home. Guess what? Jesus wants you to come back home. I know you've been out there wilding. I know you've been out there tripping. I know you think that you're not worthy to come back. But guess what? God is a forgiving God, and he blesses us with new grace and mercy every day, y'all. Thank God. Think about if you would die today, where would you go? I just want to leave you with that question. Jesus loves you enough past your affliction. He's bigger than every situation. Keep him near and accept him in your heart. Amen. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. And remember, obedience brings deliverance. 
Amen. See you guys on Sunday.